0: Hey there, what's up? It's your girl, Olivia, coming at you with the steps you need to take to up-level your mental health game, because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving. All right, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about using self-love to ease bipolar, anxiety, and depression, because who, baby, why not? (laughs) Why not? I don't even know how I'm starting this episode today, but that's what's up. Honestly, sometimes I want to start these episodes by being like, Happy December! But I I also know that most of you won't listen to this when it drops. You'll listen to it later, so it doesn't make sense for me to do that. But happy December. Um, Also, quick reminder, if you haven't already leave a review um on Apple Podcasts or, or whatever the the situation may be wherever you're listening if you can leave a review that would be amazing and incredibly helpful for the show and I would appreciate it greatly also I love hearing your stories when you share them so in this episode I'm actually going to be it's going to be another one of those guys I really enjoy doing these I hope I hope you <laughs> you guys like it too um but I'm going to be reading from my book back to happy and actually I'm going to be reading from like the end. From like the the back end of this book, the butt, if you will, <laughs> um, which. I don't typically like to do because it's it's the end of a book. I mean, it's not like the last page, so like, calm down, it'll still be fine. Um, but the last chapter of this book is called The Whole Shebang. And so in this book, if you are not familiar with it or you haven't read it, um, there's, there's like four main components. It's reflecting the real you, groundbreaking gratitude, wielding willpower, and F, fear. Um, and then the last chapter is called the whole shebang, and it and it really just kind of walks you through how all of these components work together. Um, and so I want to read that to you, um, just just a couple just a couple little pages out of it, because um, I feel like it'll it'll kind of help give some context and some understanding to how something as fluffy as saying we can like tackle bipolar anxiety and depression, these like, you know, powerhouse mental illnesses, a cue like lightning, thunder, maybe a castle with an ominous dark background. Um, But how we can tackle those with something that sounds Fluffy, like self-love, right? It's like, oh yeah, sure, Olivia. That's, you know, that's gonna work. But it really, it does. <laughs> so I want to, I want to talk about that. Um, and of course, it's not the only thing, but it is. Uh, it's a major, it's a major piece to the, to the, to the pie, to the puzzle, if you will. Work with me. Now, I will say this. Um, Back to happy is a really great book. It's a really great starter book. And even if you're dealing with these things, it's a really great book to um to, to dive into, to read. However, it is not like a, a conducive, beat-the-bad book. Um, that's what my program is for, and that program has been made wildly affordable now. Um, so if you haven't uh, yet checked it out in a while, definitely go to www.simplyali.com btb. Um, but, you know, this, this isn't that book. Um, I, I, I will write that book at some point, but it's still a really great book, and even my students that have gone through the program have read this book afterwards and still Gotten so much value from it, so I just I just like to preface that um, because that's (laughs) that's me. That's what I like to do. Um, And again, if you enjoy what you hear me reading here, um, you can grab this book. The books are actually they used to be twenty dollars, now they are fifteen dollars for the paperback copies and twelve dollars for digital copies. So I just I'm really trying to make mental health more affordable for people. It's it's really just at the forefront 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 hello of my brain right now Um, so I just want you to know like you can get help and it not just eat away at your bank account (laughs) Um, because that's that really is something I, I, I value greatly and it's taken me a hot sec to realize that but I'm here I'm here. Welcome. Hello. Okay, I'm going to stop babbling now, but we'll read this, and then I want to talk about it um, afterwards, of course, as as we do. And, of course, if you hear my flipsies, uh, deal with it. <laughs> and if I mess up, deal with it. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start reading. now. I feel like I need, like, a dinger or something, like a like a little bell, so you know when I'm starting. But anyway... <laughs> All right, so this is the whole shebang. Okay, why is it so beneficial to go through all these chapters in order and understand how they all work together? Because if you haven't noticed already, each chapter builds up onto the next and even begins to increase in difficulty as far as the self-work you'll need to do. Let's refresh on each chapter really quick, shall we? Reflecting the real you self-love isn't just bubble baths and days at the beach it's a mindset a feeling an unshakable way of life groundbreaking gratitude gratitude is the shortcut to happiness it gets you in a po- into a positive mindset helps you feel more optimistic and powers up the light in your life wielding willpower willpower self-control productivity success however you want to word it it's the driving force behind how we get any and everything done We use it to form new habits, break old ones, reach a goal, or hold ourselves accountable. F, fear. Fears, we all know them and we're not big fans. What we don't realize is how much they fuel the way we act, react, think, and see certain aspects of ourselves and our lives. But here's the good news. We can get to know those fears, conquer them, and use them as a tool to build confidence in every facet of our life. If you've connected with this book, then you're reading this with a new sense of perspective in your eyes, a glimmer of hope in your heart, and a roadmap of your own making that is going to get you back to happy. Let's wrap things up by creating an amazing sense of self-love for you, shall we? As we go through each of these chapters and how they relate to each other, I want you to imagine you are building a house, the house of your dreams. Don't worry, I'll be less cryptic in a second. Just trust me and read ahead with your dream home in mind. So I'm not going to read you all the things. I'm just going to read you the first one, which is reflecting the real you. That's and then we'll stop (laughs) Little little sidebar. I need a bell. Okay. (laughs) so why do I put so much emphasis on self-love? Why is it where I suggest everyone start? It's because how you view yourself, care for yourself and treat yourself is the solid foundation to the house you're building. That home of yours is going to stand strong for years to come with a good foundation. So how does it affect the other areas we've covered? So the first area is groundbreaking gratitude. If you are constantly searching for gratitude outside of yourself and not within, then you aren't using this tool to the fullest. And even though you're grateful for what's around you, you still aren't valuing what is inside, which causes you to feel doubt and unworthiness on a constant basis. Without self love, a positive mindset will be a constant battle. Wielding willpower. Willpower is strongly driven by the belief you have in yourself. If you're constantly talking down to yourself, your willpower is going to be incredibly weak because the love, confidence, and trust you have in who you are and what you are capable of isn't in place to support you. F. Fear. This one is a beast. Think of it as a difficulty level above willpower because it not only takes willpower to achieve, but it involves doing and conquering what our body naturally tries to run the other way from. Fear is easiest to kick when you have your best interest and self-growth in mind. This is why the love you have for yourself fuels this so intensely because that love is what will ultimately conquer your fear. All right, my friends. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I'm ding. Okay. <laughs> all right. So after that, of course, I go on to, um, you know, groundbreaking gratitude and how that affects all the other areas, yada, yada. You got to buy the book if you want to know. That's where I'm at. Um, but I, I just wanted to share that because I do feel like it, it's, it's wildly important to see how those things... Uh, intersect and and influence each other um, and how especially self-love is, is so crucial and so critical to hiccups it's so critical to hiccups um I do this only when I podcast welcome um, but it really is so critical when you're dealing with these I mean for for, for lack of better term these mental illnesses for the bad right and honestly, It's actually when I went and updated uh, my program, Beat the Bad, I actually updated it to start with self-love. It was already in the program. It was just later on. Um, And, you know, it's one of those things where it was it's this massive breakthrough for everyone that that goes through it. However, I noticed that if you don't have that self-love in place um, at the forefront, it actually kind of makes it harder to keep moving forward. To keep um, pursuing this this self-work, this inner work that is totally possible and totally doable. But again, it becomes this uphill, constant battle if at the same time as you, you know, trying to like shift your thoughts, right? Trying to communicate differently, trying to navigate your emotions. If you're still beating yourself up throughout that process, Oh my gosh it, it makes it it makes it wildly difficult, and so uh, I I switched that when I updated the program and I have seen um, how much more beneficial that is for for my students that go through it uh, because it just it helps create that momentum that that they need and again it builds that foundation of like I'm here to do this for me and and I'm and I'm ready for when it gets tough because I'm doing this out of love for myself right. And and so it just becomes this really solid backbone. And, and like I was saying in the book, you know, self-love isn't just self-care. And a lot of people, that's the big mistake I see. Everyone goes to all the self-care tactics, the morning routines, the eating well, the all the yada, great stuff. Not bashing it, great stuff. However, if you don't pair that with Shifting how you're thinking and your perspective on yourself and on your life, if you don't pair it with those things, it's like Band-Aid after Band-Aid after band Like, you're just covered in Band-Aids, but, like, you're still feeling so immensely broken on the inside. Um, and it just it just kind of sucks. Um, and honestly, this is where I started my journey. It wasn't with, you know, I, I take a self-empowered approach, right? Self-love, self-control, self-ownerships. Ownerships? <laughs> All the ownerships. <laughs> um, but that was that was where um, I started. I didn't start with trying to control my emotions um, to navigate, like to control my like triggers and navigate those things and and do that kind of more, um, you know, that kind of work. It, like literally I started with like, all right, my focus right now is I'm just gonna do my absolute best to like myself. <laughs> to not constantly like degrade and, and ream and just, and just tear myself to pieces. That's the go- The goal number one, let's not do that as much. <laughs> and, you know, and it, and it happens in, in different forms. Um, like, for me, of course, it started with, like, leaving an abusive relationship. That was a really big uh, act of self-love. By no means was it easy. By no means was the steps after that. Uh, like, it wasn't like, I'm free, glorious me. Like, it was actually really difficult after after that. Um, and, you know, and even from then, it was, you know, I've talked about this before on the show, but I... It's, I mean, it's my life. It's, it's in the past. It didn't really change. So here we are. <laughs> but it, it was things like, like drinking more water. Um, well, I mean, that's one of those self-care dealios. I gets it. Um, but really, like, it was looking in the mirror and, you know, saying kind things to myself. If I made a mistake, not tearing myself apart for it and being like, ah, this proves everything you know right. Um. You know, it was it was not uh, curl like straight curling, straightening my hair. It was it was appreciating myself as I was naturally. It was like naming every zit on my face and being like, "I see you, I like you. You're not gonna be here long, I know, but like let's be friends while you're here." <laughs> like it was those steps, um, loving the things about myself that weren't you know necessarily changeable, but also. Um, yeah like growing more into like who I wanted to be and and this is like it's this combination of 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 forgiveness and acceptance and and choice and you know shifting your your perspective all that good stuff and honestly this is you know when you're dealing with bipolar anxiety and depression and this is what I've come to know from like you know 20 years in this space you know, personally and helping other people through it. But, like, this is where we're disconnected on a core level. Like, this is where it starts. And this is where people don't really notice it starting to build. Um, I I do think these things manifest out, like... over time, some for some people it's very quick; it's a very compact amount of time, and for other people it can be stretched out over years. And then finally, there's this breaking point, and in it, and it's those same phases that we that we work to heal, right? Self love, self control, and self ownership. And so that self love is when you start to criticize, when you start to. Um, you know, reject yourself when you, when it's those little things. But of course, in society, that's so normalized, we don't see that as a problem. It, it's like, oh yeah, this is just everyone does this. Like literally, people will get in groups and just like complain about all the things that's wrong with themselves and their and their lives. Like it's normal, quotes and quote normal behavior. <laughs> um, and so. You know, and then, of course, you you start to lose the self-control. You start to lose the self-ownership. And that's really kind of the breaking point for a lot of people is when they're so lost to themselves, they don't even know who they are. And that's, that's typically the tipping point. However, we're talking about self-love, so I'm going to reel it back in. But that's where we're disconnected on a core level. And so that's why when we can start there, we start to, like, really heal from the inside out. It's not the only piece. I mean, maybe it is for some people. Um, I don't know. Debatable. We'll see. <laughs> it, But, you know, if you start there, you really you start to just become a little more centered in yourself. Self-centered sounds like a bad thing. It's not. It's great. <laughs> like, let's redefine that, shall we? Um, but really, you start to heal from the inside out. And so that's why hiccups. It's why self-love is... You know, we use that to ease bipolar anxiety and depression, because that's what started it all. And those things, I've I've said it before, I will repeat it again, because it's worth repeating. Um, But these things feed on fear. And when you start to love yourself, it, it, crea- it, it makes it really difficult for these things to thrive, for all these fears to thrive. When you start loving and trusting and believing in yourself and other people and in life, it, it, it can't exist in that. It just can't. It, it'll have a really hard time. Unless you feed it occasionally and you're like here, it's like a stray cat and you're like maybe you feed it occasionally and then it might hang out a bit. <laughs> but starting with self-love is 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 so valuable. It's so crucial. So that's all that's what I wanna say on this episode. I, I really hope you found this helpful. Um I hope it gives you, you know, some hope and some steps forward. I I highly recommend, of course, uh, that, you know, you read the book, Back to Happy. It's how to conquer life's hurdles and get back to happy. Um, Again, you can find that on my website at www.simplyolly.com slash books. Um, You know, and and two, if you want to go that step further, if you found the book helpful, but you maybe want to go further, like the program's here for you too. But I start with the book at least start with the book because that's a it's gonna it's gonna help you in a lot of ways and maybe that's all that you need which can be a really cool thing you never know books have changed my life <laughs> so that's why I'm just like one book may crack you open in the way you need it to be cracked open anyway <laughs> um, that is it for this episode I um, If you like this episode, spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also find my books and free tools at www.simplyolly.com, And you can stick around after the end of the show to learn more about my program, Beat the Bad. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying Simply Awesome, I'll keep staying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Before we go, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy, and therapy just felt like more of a guessing game about my past than trying to help me navigate the present. Through my 20 years of combined firsthand experience with the bad, overcoming the trifecta of mental illness myself and coaching others through how to do it, I've learned that we are more capable of helping ourselves than society gives us credit for. We can live life, make massive positive change and discover answers within ourselves that we didn't even know we had. I freed myself from the bad all while finishing college, becoming a wife and mother of two daughters, buying a home and starting a business. Nothing had to pause. I simply kept progressing with life while making progress with my mental health. If you're ready to do the work, my program, Beat the Bad, is here to help. I'll take you through the self-empowered path, focusing on self-love, self-control, and self-ownership so you can build up your mental BLT, that's belief, love, and trust in yourself. And we're all about three key things over here. One, no overwhelm. The modules unlock when you're ready to move forward. There's nine easy videos basically like podcast episodes, along with frameworks and journal prompts to help you put what you learn into action. Two, making sure you have support through encouragement, connection, and advice from me and other students in our SAFE community, weekly motivational emails from me, along with optional one-on-one support if you need it, and most importantly, three, lifetime access. You'll always have beat the bad to rely on with the program materials, support tools, our private community, and any upgrades the program goes through in the future. I promise, you can learn how to support yourself and have a community of people who support you simply because they care. This program prioritizes being inclusive, affordable, and always available to those who need it. Hope to have you as part of our Beat the Bad family soon. Go to www.simplyali.com btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes.